Wrestling fans, welcome to another exciting edition of GWH TV Talk on the Georgia Wrestling History Radio Network. I am one of your many co-hosts, Kenny J, sitting here with John Stoney Cannon. Ho, ho, ho! Will Wheeler. Hi, hi. Mike Garrett. What up? And Mr. He's just hanging out. I'll talk in just a minute. Give him five. Five. Yeah. All right. So, I uh, know, uh, well, we did have a... Did we have a previous episode, like one last week? Yeah, yeah, we had a we had kind of like one that was taped at the VPW event. I guess that would be two weeks before this. Yeah, episode. Yeah, a while back. So two weeks ago from when you're listening to this today, it's this coffee. If you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, two weeks ago we had an episode about Viral Pro Wrestling's uh, Holiday Havoc show, their second annual show, and uh, Stoney and I were there doing their commentary for their DVD or uh, or. Um, they also put their shows on Powerbomb.tv, so you can get a subscription to them. I think you get like a, I think it's 10 days free, and then you can find coupon codes for more, I don't know. And then they charge you every month like Netflix. So. I saved Allegiance Inc. on that flyer that uh, he must support Joshua and Viral Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I actually had to take their logo and recreate part of it so it would fit right on the uh, right they bring uh, Philip Jacobs he helps me bring all kind of shows all the time oh cool yeah he's actually helping me with the February 16th show nice so it's cool got some some cross pollinating promotion there yeah, so it was see it's the magic of Christmas Eve hey and he just opened another location on I don't know what the name of it is, but it's on Bel Air, that up between that car wash and old ninety five rock going to the oh. apartment complex. Damn it, Philip, we'll get you an address and we'll give you a shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, that was an exciting show. Um Stoney and I'll talk about it a little bit here in a minute, but uh First, we'll start off the way we uh, usually tend to do when our uh, gear works properly. Strippers? <laughs> uh, it's sort of. Hookers? Blow. Blow. It starts, oh, I'm sorry. It starts with a B. Yeah. Birthdays. Birthdays! We got wrestling birthdays. Today, Christmas Eve, December 24th, we got Cassius Ono. 
He's an NXT guy, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Cool, cool. And then uh, we got two Christmas Day birthdays. We've got Raka Khan and Rusev. Rusev's on Christmas Day. Yeah. Nice. And the other one, not to be confused with Chaka Khan. Let me love you, let me love you, let me love you, Chaka Khan. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see Rusev for the first time ever, ever, ever um, getting chanced by the crowd on whatever show he's on. Um, the last one, Raw or something. Yeah. Um, they were actually chanting Rusev Day. Rusev Day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Big guy's cool. Let's see here. On the 26th, we've got uh, Midian. He's now a chef. Okay. All right. I a wonder naked if, chef. I wonder if he makes dishes from the Midian. A naked chef? Because he had a naked Midian gimmick. Naked uh, Midian uh, gimmick. Oh, oh God. be like, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a bodysuit or something? Yeah, no, that would be, that would be like <laughs> crustless, <laughs> skinless, boneless chicken. That's right. <laughs> it cooks for you and your other. Hey. Two, three, four, What are we five? having tonight? We're having... Frankfurters. <laughs> we have six December 27th birthdays. Holy six. Starting with Bart Gunn. We got uh, Demolition Axe. <laughs> Bill Eady, baby. We got Goldberg. Goldberg. China. Cesaro. Awesome wrestling. Rosita. That's a young one. They were born in 1990. Alright, cool. And then the 28th, Rachel Evers. Who's that, Will? Don't know who that one is. Mm. This is a young and two, born in 92. Jesus. December 29th, Justin Roberts. Former announcer. And then December 31st, Danny Birch. Alright. Birthdays for the rest of 2017. Alright, well, the question is, is who was our lap dance? Well, I mean, it would either be that or China, so, I mean, do you, do you, <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of them, it'd be kind of impossible to send out lap dancing in this, this. You know what? I think since you're so hip on it this week, or, or last week you were so hip on it, and it's making the news, we can break from the norm of picking somebody from the list, and we'll just send out Paige, because she seems to be great for lap dancing yeah. and other... And, and all these videos, in honor of her newly leaked video. Here's um, here's this here's the one girl, uh, Rachel. <coughs> let's see. I'm trying to pull the make the picture. Oh, right. okay. Let's send Rachel. Well, yeah, there we are. Oh, oh, she's cute. Oh, twenty-four. I don't even have to okay. see her picture. If you said that's Paul Ellery's daughter. Just go. Oh. oh. Yeah, Rachel Ellery. Yes, oh, right. see, that'd be great because then everybody would go, ooh, what a rush when she dances. Paul <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, Ellery waited to 92 to have a damn job. What a blood rush. Yeah. Oh, Dude, he man. was still, he was a, he was a man, an old yeah. man in 92. Yeah. Hey, speaking, oh. of, speaking of what rush, have you guys heard the commercial for the Legends of Wrestling 2 that's going to be at Chrisberry Center again this year? And, of course, uh, in the commercial is... They announce one of the Road Warriors, and then right afterwards, you hear the other Road Warrior go, Ooh, what a rush! But they're going to have that. When is that? March? Something April? Like that. And yes, they're, it was March they're last actually year. borrowing uh, Joshua's ring for that. And once again, the VPW ring will be in place for that event. Yeah, so he's got the Definitely best going to around. it this year. I'm getting my tickets early. I had some kind of commitment. Christenberry Field on Wrightsboro Road. Yeah. 
home of the Augusta University Jaguar. Jaguar. Christian Burgers. Maybe I'll come up with somebody I know. Well, and here's and here's the thing. Uh-huh. I mean, they have all the different packages, but I mean, tickets started ten dollars. Was it? Uh, it's not bad. It, uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Who was I think it was like the meet and greet thing too. Yeah. Was it WBBQ that did tickets and stuff with them? Uh, one of the stations did promotion with them last year. I'm not sure. Was it worth it last year? Was it good? You know, a lot of people went. Yeah, Flair was there actually. Well, I, was, was, yeah. but, 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 but where they make where they make the money yeah. though is is off the uh, the meet and greets and stuff. Upcharging, you know, once you get yeah. in, yeah. So. Yeah, They're gonna have wrestling at the end of the night, so. But man, some of that shit's like 50, 60 bucks. Yep. You know, once you done paid to get in, what kind of shit is that? Yep. See, I'm going. I'm going in January to the Kiss convention, right. and to get the Vinnie Vincent like big tickets is like four hundred something dollars. Damn. And then the ones that sold out are like a hundred something dollars. But for like forty five bucks, you can go in, and then stand in line, and then. Meet Vinnie Vincent. I mean, yes. do I really care if he signs anything? Not really. You know, I mean, I'm, I might pay. I might pay for I'm the other school. thing they announced. I'm old school. I do dig those autographs from from yeah. legends. Like yeah. Fucking Vincent. But good lord, that's a lot of money for. Uh, not just a lot. Yeah. Hey, for meeting green. Not to digress too far, but the SEC is bowl time around here. You know, college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the SEC championship game. My buddy actually, she's a friend of. Ours, um, mine and my wife, she paid a couple grand, um, $2,500 cash, and two Wednesday Masters tickets to go to the game and sit in the fifth yard line. Wow. Whoa, what an exchange rate. <laughs> That's crazy. Holy exchange rate, that man. That is crazy, man. Woo. But you know, I, I will say, of course, you know, the other great announcement this week, as far as Augusta is concerned, is Brian Wilson is coming to the Bell. So. Woo! I, I just sang that today. I that should be something awesome. about head voices or something? Do, doing the entire Pet Sounds album. Al Jardine is participating. I know a lot of you guys out here, isn't this a wrestling show? But, you know, we love music around here and everything. I don't know if you've heard of any of our shows before. Usually we talk to our guests about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So because, you know, our guests... Are, are more than just wrestlers, and you know, like Will's more than just a coach, and Mike's more than just a guy that sits around and drinks coffee and, and answers the phone. I don't drink coffee anymore. Oh well, so but I Mike made coffee for did. us, so I did. I you know, shit on in the little months per I went. And and, and 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 Kenny here does more than just like serve corporate coffee, and I do more <laughs> than just whatever I do. So that corporate coffee, man. So, but but speaking but speaking of legends. And VPW, we recently had a chance to hang out with some legends, Hall of Famers no less, here in the area, and they actually did something for interesting. Yeah, for our uh, for our podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not yeah, just that, but they added to their legacy at this event. They, they sure did. The uh, Rock and Roll Express took home the VPW Tag Team Title. That's right. From the last show. And they will be back in April, I think the 14th. Whatever the second Saturday in April is, they'll be back to uh, defend that title. And I, I was mistaken um, last time. I th- actually think it was um, it was uh, Jason or Lionel. or Lionel Howard. Howard. However you want to spell that. Yeah. 
He was talking about it being in February, but it's not in February. So well, that is the next VPW. Your fault, that is Jake. February 10th, though. <laughs> but the Rock and Roll Express will be there in April, April to defend. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, all these years later, we have an indie company that's pretty hot right now. Rock and Roll Express comes in and beats their champions. And they are, once they, for the first time in years, they have won a title belt at it, on the indie circuit. I'm, I'm blown. I'm blown away. I mean, uh, it's better than coming to town and losing. Yeah, <laughs> like um, God, who? Somebody came to town and lost. Were y'all both there? Uh-huh. Will, Will was at a basketball game, right? We uh, we commentated court. the match. Yep. Was it a good match? <laughs> it was. It was a good From match. From beginning to end, was it, it really good? It, it, it was, was a good match, and and I will have to say, did our local guys really make you proud? Yeah, I think I think overall. And, and contrary to what's you know been reported in the past few years, um, Gibson started the match. Wow. You know, people are used to um, you know it's been stated that that Morton takes the bumps and carries the matches, and um, we you know nobody knows and maybe it's health, but um, I mean they both. But got Robert in got in there. Robert got in there. They took it in and out in the ring, out of the ring, and, and they, they they went to town. They did, they did. I won't say any names, but um, they outperformed the previous famous guest at VBW. They, uh, they did. By a long yeah. shot. Individually, they both outperformed the previous guest. Yeah. tag team celebrity? No, the previous, oh, the previous guest. Yeah. Oh, now, granted, he might have been, he might have been, uh, I think, I think he might have been injured or something. Or so, had something going on, but uh, yeah, it was definitely more entertaining than, yeah. <laughs> This is definitely more entertaining than uh, than that stuff. But 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 I but I also want to add that that from from top to bottom, bottom to top, the VPW event, um, probably uh, match per match was probably one of the, the best ones I've seen. It was a solid card the whole night. Yeah, I when I saw the card, the I was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of matches." Yeah. But they were. They were pretty much all strong. None of them were overheld. They didn't have too many of the, you know, long, let's going to do some crazy thing where we don't actually tie up for 20 minutes. None of that. It was yeah. just good, solid. The crowd was into it. Oh, that's, that's great. Good. The crowd was no, major uh, into it. I mean, the storytelling, I mean, I mean, I, just from what y'all are saying, I, I definitely would love to see. I can't wait to see the I've got to get the DVD and see this. I mean, I... It's just from what y'all said. I've got to see for myself. I'll John make it Skyler, yeah, once oh, wow. again brought it. And, and who and who was it the uh, that they took on? That was the Monster Squad, or was it yeah, the Rock and Roll took on the Monster Squad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the hierarchy, we had there were several oh, yeah, tag team yeah, matches. Yeah, there was a, there was a three way tag match. Uh, hierarchy, um, uh, and then whoever whoever Murder One and his partner were. Yeah, they actually won. Then, Murder one and his. Uh, sorry, we, you know, we sometimes we. Anyway, oh, that more, yeah. that that was they were what are the number They're one the hierarchy? Yeah. Uh, seeds, I guess now you would call it. But yeah, everything was and the uh, the um, the championship match at the end of the night because the Rock and Roll Express match was not a main event match. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, oh, cool. Chris Main actually uh, defended his title, the VPW title, in the final match, and that was a solid, very unexpected match all around. Yeah, uh, he's 
He's getting a lot of fans in VPW. Like he's he's been painted up as the uh, the good guy for forever, and he kind of did something sort of underhanded and conniving. Uh, he hired somebody to take down one of the one of the I guess the hopefuls for the number one contendership at the last show. Um, Hex it was supposed to be the last show, last show, and he got beaten up uh, on the way to the show. So couldn't make it. Yep. We found out that it was all due to Chris Maine. Yep. He uh, hired uh, TJ Boss to go take him out. So. <coughs> and, then, uh, rough, and then everybody's having yeah. a field yep. day on, on Facebook about it now because he is starting to show his ass a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, and we had the the, la- was it the ladder match for the out- new outbreak. Yeah, the first changer. match of the night was a ladder that match. Was a, that was a really good match, and, too. So, so. Owen Knight walked out with that. Uh, I called it. Yep, you did. Called it. He walked out so, with that uh, title. But again, yeah, John, um, did I mention John Skyler? Yeah, yes, John you did. Skyler was Skyler awesome. Tracer, Tracer X was his opponent. That was a good match, and I'm not and I'm not a Tracer X fan. I bet Joshua gets MVP soon because I've seen him on so many indie shows yeah. right around here, north, south, west, and east of us. That just a matter of time before Josh gets him on the radar. I might, he might even possibly get a Doug Gilbert or a Brian Christopher because they've been they're primarily in Tennessee, but they've been Brian going Christopher, and then they've been going south. They were in northeast Georgia. They're in northeast Georgia for an indie show recently, so that that might be some names you might be hearing of. Yeah, we want you guys to know that like VPW is growing up big, and I mean there are there are wrestlers all over messaging the VPW Facebook all the time. And like, how do I contact your owner? Like how do I get booked for your shows? So people want to be in VPW. And I mean, after the Rock and Roll Express won, the dirt sheets were full of VPW. Josh has done enough shows by now mm-hmm. that, like, you know, he's he's obviously not a millionaire, so he's obviously doing something right, and making money, and people are enjoying the shit yeah. out of it. He's got a good product. But I mean, we all see at our local armory or high school gym of people that do one or two shows and they never do another one. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. They'll. That. He knows the right people. Yeah. Well, the wrestling Bushido or whatever that I got contacted to run sound for and then got stiffed at the end of the night. Um, we haven't seen another show from them after they had the one at Patriots Park and at the end of the night the guy's like, I didn't make any money. At the end of the night, what did you get? Nothing. What did you get that stiff? Stiffed, stiffed. yeah. <laughs> I got stiffed. I got stiff. I got I got I got, I I got paged. I got I got paged hard. <laughs> when you see when you see the flyers for that, I saw the flyers for that on one place at Patriots Park. For, uh, that's when they were doing. I think Thunder River Augusta was at Patriots Park one year, maybe or something. You know, I forget. I think I, I still one. have. Um, I think I still have Holiday Havoc posters in my car. I don't. I didn't hang. I don't think I hung all. I had one in your car, but Will has it now. And Stoney, I actually went to the one you're talking about. <laughs> I went to one of them after <laughs> uh, playing 16 holes of frisbee golf. Yeah, <laughs> might as well do something to wind it down got after dark, all that. You know? <laughs> so we <laughs> yeah. like wandered in there, and uh, then we got a little two for one deal <coughs> on the admission. I guess it was kind of poor, whatever. I enjoyed it. It was all right. I didn't know anybody whatsoever, but. <laughs> but I mean, well, Cedric Alexander was was there. He did, I believe, that was he did the clinic, did a clinic yeah. beforehand. So, matter of fact, the Rock and Roll Express did an afternoon clinic before this VPW show, and it wasn't just hey, pay to get in, whoever you are. You had to have a year of experience 
wrestling to participate. So there was some, you had to have earned your way as well as paid your way into it. But And uh, as previous shows have shown, some of these... Uh, some of these guys who have proven their worth in these seminars kind of went on to be in uh, BPW matches. So yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, there were a couple guys a couple of shows ago that made their BPW debut after uh, going to uh, I think Zane Riley did a seminar. And I think they uh, and I think they've trained everybody from top to bottom because I think in this last show we've seen fewer two counts than we have at any ever I, yeah, BPW show. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and then of course at the very end uh, Morton did kind of like an inspirational speech and that was real nice. So I know it was tear jerking. You know, it was yeah. it was very sweet. And he, and he made sure that the crowd also paid some respect to the Monster Squad for doing a good job. There you go. So, stand-up guys. Can't wait to see him again. I told him we were going to get that on our shirts. This is all we know. It's, like, it's all the pictures of us, and then on the back, it's all I know. We're going to the quote. It's all we knew. Yeah. We just, we just recorded it. I'll do a little cartoon of Ricky. There you go. So, so, so... Little applause for the Rock and Roll Express picking up a championship yeah. belt in Thompson, yeah. Georgia. All right. That makes it what? 199. Well, and like, like they said, the longest ever running tag team. Probably. Hands so, down. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody times. else that's been tag team is on consistently. So. I mean, 34 plus years, man. Yeah, with just a few breaks for Ricky to go solo. That's about it. Yeah. So. Indeedly. All right. So, hey, happy, merry, early Christmas to you guys. And speaking of Merry Christmas, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, somebody threw out that we come up with some of our. Let's ask Santa. Yeah, our dream matches. Santa, please, can I have this match for Christmas? So. Jesus. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, that's all Rick Santa. Yeah, at one point, he was actually a buff Scott style. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, ask uh, ask Santa matches. Um, I I think I know Mike's already. Huh. I got a cut. Mike's would be Mike's would be like uh, uh, Paige versus versus um, what, what's her face that used to smoke the cigar? Dark Paige. May Young. No. Terry. Terry Runnels. Oh yeah. There you go. In a in a what kind of match? I'm actually a classier when it comes to the divas and stuff. I don't like the slutty ones. Okay. I'm more of a like I was on the Natalia thing, but she's kind of, you know, my wife's watching that Total Divas thing, and I've learned that she's a crazy cat lady. So, kind of kind of ruined the whole visual I had going, but even the Mickey James, you know, it's like the more pure kind of, you know, and the good wrestlers, too, like Sasha. Sasha puts five stars in her matches all the time. Yeah. Just like, uh, what's her name? The uh, Hugger Girl. She's she Bailey. Puts it out there, too. Yeah. yeah. He means puts the work into the matches, okay. not put out. Okay. I will say that Charlotte's, the right out of my mouth. Charlotte's match Sunday night at the pay per view was uh, yeah. I. The whole pay per view was a whole kind of uh, clash of, or night of champions clash of champions. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, AJ was good. You know what I mean? But he was working with Jinder Mahal, so it could only be so Yeah. Well, it definitely has was very far from the Santa dream matches that were going to be talking about. Oh, without a doubt. This was like, please don't do that, Santa. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, there you go. Well, you know, that way we don't have to get in, into how much Mike loves uh, loves the explicit Charlotte photos. <laughs> so, <laughs> the un- the, yeah, the uneven boob job. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so so the ask ask Santa. These are dream <coughs> matches for Christmas, and um, because I mean, what else? Are, what else you can ask Santa for for Christmas? Uh, you know, when it comes to wrestling, socks. Right? So. And and I think what what were the rules here? Any wrestler versus any wrestler, or any wrestlers versus any wrestler from any era, alive or dead. Time yep. machines allowed. Time yeah. machines are completely allowed. Or in this case, the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Little nod to GWH uh, Radio. So um, so who's gonna start? I think I'll get the ball rolling. Let's do it. All right, throw the balls out there. All right, um, with the ball rolling, being the coaching fat, I'm going to go. This is an interesting one, and we've got you hear a lot about brother tag teams in wrestling, and I don't know if it's ever been done. I'm going to go with the Armstrongs versus the Von Erichs. Oh wow! And that never happened. Never happened. Wow. <clears throat> And the so, Ar- so so would that be like a total tag team? Would that be six man tag? I mean, team? you could vary it. You could vary the whole thing, but I mean, really, because of the because uh, what was really good about them, they both were good six man specialists. I mean, you got I mean, not counting Road Dog Brian, but you could have Scott, Steve, and Brad against really, or the, but really, but primarily the combination I would use would be Kerry, Kevin, and David. Oh, as wow. my three my three combinations because of the. Fat that they're second generation wrestlers. The fact that, I mean, really, in all honesty, when you look at the old the scheme of things, um, really the Bonaires didn't travel out of Texas much, but the Armstrongs kind of went around. They went around the southeast. They did the Florida. They were primarily in Continental. They were in Georgia, so they kind of had a little taste of being around the the southeast. But the fact of the matter is. They were very popular fan favorites, and I mean, and because of that time, you rarely had fan favorite versus fan favorite matches. And the fact of the matter is, what you could have in this is a good buildup of the best family in wrestling. You go back and forth, but then you have Fritz seconding his boys, and then Bullet Bob seconding his boys at ringside. There you go. So you have a you could just, I mean, you just I don't know how you really could do the match, but I mean, you could definitely. It would be a tremendous buildup. I mean, a tremendous build-up. And, I mean, really, I mean, at that point, I'd probably get the Armstrongs about 85, 86 at their peak. And then the Von Erics, I'd probably get about 82, 83 with the Von Erics. I'd tie in the 82 David when he went to Florida and was a nasty heel. And then probably Ke- and then Kevin and Kerry. And also, that would be one, I mean, one heck of a match. I don't know who you could have it, but just it would be a high-impact and as the words of Bob Armstrong would be a romping, stomping, shindig of a match. So, I mean, that's one I've never got to see, but it would be a fun one to watch. I'll there tell you. Go. We'd have to put that in neutral territory right there. Maybe St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, that'd be huge. I mean, Munchick and all. And, I mean, it's the because it, it, it highlights that you bring in all the highlighted people to St. Louis. It wasn't really much of a territory, but it was like the one where you wanted to bring the showcase. That was a showcase territory. Yeah. Well, that would be a good one. I could see that. No, yeah. All right. Anybody? Who's next? Doesn't matter. Come on, Mikey. Um, I would say. And, 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 um, you, and you can have more than one, but let's yeah. just let's go around one at a time. Yeah. If you have more than one, um, we'll come back around to you for the second yeah. or third one. I would say uh, the one I, I mentioned to you guys, Wahoo and uh, 
And a Samoa Joe. That would probably be a pretty good draw. <laughs> probably make some money. Yeah. Whew. That'd be a submission match right there. Be a good one. I dig it. Be kind of like a Kevin Owens Dusty Rhodes match. You know what I mean? so, Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Be good. Be good. So, so how would that play out? That's a good question. Um, that would be a lot creative. But if we had to go... Hmm. I don't know what years was Wahoo like. I'd say his. I'd, I'd say probably his mid seventies to early eighties Wahoo. That's when he was like really hot. Yeah, on fire. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then hmm. Samoa Joe would have to be TNA. I almost say TNA, yeah. days TNA for yeah. sure. Back when he Kevin was, Nash was in there and all that, that'd be his heyday. When he was, uh, when he was when, he, when he was going around the block with uh, Kurt Angle, because yeah. some of those matches against Kurt Angle were one of the, some of the few things that TNA had going for him. So, yeah. What year was that? What year? I say probably about two thousand seven, two thousand eight. About five, six years ago. Yeah, probably a little longer than that. Yeah, about ten years, about a decade ago. Whew. We're getting old, man. Time flies. But yeah, that'd be a good one. That would draw money. Um, only cause them dudes. Did either one of them have the best physique? No. But they both are really good at talking shit about building up to a match. You know what I mean? Wahoo was really good at it. And Small Joe isn't too bad. I mean, let's just put it this way. You would. That's just pretty much. They would. That pretty much would. You'd have a lot of hard ways in that match. Let's just put it that way. A lot of blood. If you went old school with it, the psychology would be pretty intense. And that era that you mentioned, late 70s, early 80s, Wahoo was known to be a bloody dude. (laughs) So, a lot of blood. Wrestled for like an hour all the time. Yeah. All the time. Any drain motor oil. He ran 26, he ran a marathon disc and drank motor oil. That's how crazy (laughs) and tough Wahoo was. Damn, dude. I remember that scene from uh, uh, Over the Top. Is that where they got it? From Wahoo, I think they did. Yeah, remember that dude looked like a muscular iron sheet drinking motor oil. Yep. <laughs> oh, you know my rule, Hurley. I think so. It actually, you, and I was like, then they must have got money because you could see it said Castrol. It was the actual bottle. I'm like, kind of like Adam Sandler throwing in Wendy's and Pepsi and all that. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, they must have got some money for this dude. Man, oh man. But it worked. I remember it, and it's been what thirty years. I yeah. said thirty years, man. I was probably younger than ten. This time, Flash just goes right out. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Steve? This is, uh, there's, uh, you mentioned a dream match involving one of these two enormous built dudes in the ring. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, we were talking about actually a dream match one-on-one. Roy, right. Yeah. You know, because they came up together and then they separated. They had yeah. the face paint. They were actually champions in their own areas at the same time and of course that's Sting and the Ultimate Warrior one was WCW one was WWF at the same time and we had talked about that I know a lot of people kind of give a lot of eh, towards the Ultimate Warrior as an actual wrestler but when you talk about when you talk about if you take him in his prime actually them about the same time period when they were if you took them WWF champion Ultimate Warrior Versus Sting, WCW with, champion with the at the same time the oh, yeah. against each other. You, you want to talk about some money. Yeah. No, I've been too much money. It, yeah. it imploded the business. Yeah. That I would, would be crazy. You, people talk about Ultimate Warrior not wrestling it, and that's probably true. 
Okay, there's a lot of truth to that. We just watched a match where he didn't do much of anything, but just beat a dude down with his big... But anyway, it doesn't matter when you draw like that. When you're the biggest draw... I mean, dude, Saturday Night's main event, he run it for, I know, a year of my life that I watched it. You just watched it and waited on the Warrior to come out. You know? Oh, yeah. Because Hulkamania took a break, thank God, for a little while. It came back. But, you know, there was two times that Hulkamania took a break. Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage. Those were the mm-hmm. only two times. Anybody else got some thunder and got to hold the belt and all that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the history has shown that talent isn't always essential. Yeah. Because if you read, like, like the Wrestle Crap book, WCW, we all know Goldberg couldn't wrestle to save his life, and he was the biggest thing on the planet there and during his history. actually better than Hogan a little bit. Yep. <laughs> so, he had more moves than Hogan. He does. This, this, he this, does. The, streak, the streak that always somehow... Grew and grew and grew despite the fact that he never actually wrestled that many Well, matches. there were 17 days in a Goldberg week. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you do that. Yeah. All right, Steve, what about you? My Ask Santa match would probably have to be... Himself versus Moolah naked. Nah, not quite. Oh, I don't know. That might that that could result in a May Young baby hand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd have to say it, it's a tag team match. The uh, Galaxians from the '80s with Cornette managing versus uh, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I just think it would be a cool match to watch. I don't care if the Galaxians get creamed. <laughs> They probably would. For a while. But, um, <laughs> yeah. They would just even mix match the other side, too, because, like, I don't know if The Rock and Stone Cold's ever teamed up. I'm sure they were forced to at some point. I think I think, I think at one point, didn't they, but weren't they both henchmen for McMahon? I don't remember if it was at the same time, but I think, yeah, I think the they had like little... versus the Galaxians. There you go. <laughs> That'd be kind of like... It'd be kind of like... The, the, the Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold E.T. And I'm going to play the Galaxians right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mick Henchmans. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The millions and millions. Oh, there was a... <laughs> Do you smell what Stone Cold is saying? So, wow, that, that would just... You know, the only problem with that is the Galaxians would probably fall asleep before that match started just between the, the Rock yeah. and Stone Cold talking. Yeah. before the, That would be longer between the two of them than the Ultimate Warriors' first appearance in WCW. <laughs> the rock Although more be, entertaining. The Rock would be in the middle of the ring singing with his guitar and the, <laughs> Stone Cold would be on the outside just... Running around it, kind of like Bo Dallas used to do. Throw me beer! But, but with a four-wheeler. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be up on his side, and he'd just be getting beers. Throw me beer! <laughs> Drink and drive, kids! There you go. And then the last oh. come up, the, the rock and goes, Who the blue hell are you? <laughs> Every time the rock sings something, Since my baby left... What?! <laughs> I said, sis, my baby, what? Oh, that that would definitely drop some pops right there. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. That you just have to get pop. some random dude to come out and go, okay, guys, stop. Like an owl snow. Just <laughs> come out, and then he gets Stone Cold stunned. 
Special guest referee Ricky Steamboat. Oh my God. Mick Foley. This <laughs> man so, and, and, and by the way, we forgot to mention somewhere in this match is the Galaxians. So they're, they're out in the locker room taking a nap. They'll be here eventually. So and apparently Jim Cornette's in on the fun. <laughs> they're like, are we Boy, still going the out? They're like, no, nah, man. I thought it was the Killer Bees. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd even have dinner because because uh, what was that? What, what what is it that Rock used to call is the pie strudel? Oh, the strudel. You'd have strudel and, and strows. <laughs> hey man, strudels and strows. Give me hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Somewhere there's a couple mask guys, they're fat mask guys, I don't know where they're at. Where are them Galaxians at? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. <laughs> who, who cares if the match actually started? You no, know what I mean? You'd be like, hey, go sit, go sit your ass down, we'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> right now the millions and millions of the Rock fans don't want to see you. <laughs> Galaxians come in and they what's your name Les no I don't care what you're in yeah, so yeah it doesn't matter who you are after an hour the, somebody in gorilla position be like alright we can't do anything there's only one option here guys send in flair <laughs> send in flair <laughs> oh flair goes down there and elbow drops a fucking blazer a couple times <laughs> it takes his wristwatch off it'll turn into an ECW event where the pay-per-view runs out of time before the match actually happens <laughs> yeah. the rock finally it's like his sunglasses off and go what in the blue hell <laughs> it's a dark match all of a sudden <laughs> and speaking of Stone Cold uh, I, I've got a. This will be a singles match. I, I think I did a tag in a singles match. And speaking of Stone Cold, here's one I would love to see: Stan the Lariat Hanson and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just the fact that the fact that Stan Hanson and his rugged style and Stone Cold's rugged style would tear the roof off any arena. You got two Texans, two meanest grass snakes guys. These guys are going to go hard way. And yes, Stan Hansen's a little hard hearing, but the fact of the matter is, it would just be such a hard hitting match, and it would just be a tough man match. You really could build that particular matchup. I mean, granted, Stan Hansen did most of his work in Japan, mind you, but you can be in the middle ground to have that type of match. <clears throat> when Stan was getting in the ring, Stone Cold would just kick him in the gut and be like, oh, I'm sorry, did you swallow your little tobacco juice there? And then stun the shit out of him and one, two, three, and then he'd look at the damn TV and goes, see there, Will Wheeler? There's your little Stan Hansen. <laughs> and he just walk off. Or Stan, oh, or did Stan, Stan kick him back and go, because Skullstone said so. No, Stan Hansen would say, he started swinging that dang, he started swinging that bolt, that bull rope. In that bell and start popping snow gold with it. Oh my god. <laughs> or he would drive the four wheeler and then Stan Hansen would just start swinging that thing and uh, knock Stone Cold off four wheeler. <laughs> so match or a circus. The question is, 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 is who would end up drinking the most beer in that match? You know what I mean? So, I see now the problem is, actually, they would throw with the your mat- little rope and your little cowbell. <laughs> and you <got> <laughs> chew in your mouth and you didn't give me none, you creepy little bastard. If you want me to kick this some bitch with damn tobacco juice all in his beard halfway across Texas, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. The only problem is they, they throw the match out because they drink beer. Yeah. What's the Stone Man's Ask Santa match? Well, all those are fine, but mine's a lot more controversial than all that. That's kind of mild. 
I, I, I picked the Rock and Roll Express against the Heart Foundation. Wait, that's not very exciting. But no, it's exciting in a whole different kind of way. But okay. not it, it. It would be a wrestling match. They wouldn't really do anything other than wrestle. Than wrestle. But it would be it would be a very good tag team match. Yeah, I, yeah. Couple hot tags. So who would win that? Um, good question. Depends on if you're in Canada or the states. Yeah, but I mean, if we had it on the border, mm. you know what I mean? I mean, that'd be kind of cool. We could have it like up by Detroit and Great Lakes, right up there. <coughs> Why not? Scaffold match over a lake. There you go. Scaffold right. match. Just put it on the USS out in the ocean. There you go. All right. Why not? Cruise ship match. There you go. Some Lex Luger where he uh, body slammed that big dude. <laughs> I'll be intrepid. And you'd have a That's lot of bright colors. You'd have pink, wrestling. black, and tie-dye bandanas and one long beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty cool. That's true, yeah. That'd be cool. cool. You know, and I, when we were talking about this, I did ask Will. I said, you know, I said, hey, back in the day, because I know a lot of people would probably love this match, and, and I wasn't sure whether through their travels they might have done this um, when uh, they started off, but did it ever happen, the Rock and Roll Express versus the early version of them, the Midnight Rockers? I think they did have a little bit of something in early 88 or towards summer of 88. They didn't wrestle many of the matches. I don't know who will go, but they did, in fact, wrestle. I mean, I don't know if there's any footage of it out there or not, but I do believe, I've read in magazines that they have wrestled. There you go. There you go. So. It'd be on a grander stage. It'd be pretty good. Yeah. I think so. Of course, it'd have to be the, that, that era. So, you know, before the uh, before the barber shop. Yeah. We've got to paint in the vinyl match. There you go. So, what is this? You know, earlier Steve was talking about uh, uh, what would have been a classic match for the holidays, right? Uh, Santa Saw versus the Christmas Creature. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. remember any of those. Some old GCW stuff. Think about it. Santa Saw. Santa Saw. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So he can come out and go, Ho! Ho! <laughs> the original warmer. Ho! The band up. Yeah. <laughs> the original warmer. <clears throat> All right. So, anybody else? Oh, should we, should I, we break for two? Uh, Kevin versus yeah. Dusty would be a slobber knocker. That'll be good. Will, anybody else? Is that a wooden bill? Possible. <laughs> so, I, I had mentioned in our discussions. I thought one that uh, that would be really that would because we we seem to be going cross promotion on most of this. Yeah. Other yeah. than Will's six man tag team, most of it's been like kind of older down south versus a little bit more modern WWF WWE. So I kind of like thought along those same lines, and I thought eighties era Sting. Versus 90s era Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that's wow, that would be a tremendously good match. I mean, there we, there you would have you it's have two technical workers. wrestlers, great psychology, uh, great in the ring, great high flyers as well. They they're good in and out of the ring, um, but not so much that you kind of go, oh my god, they're going for the high, you know, not not to the the, the, the yawn, too much parties thing. Oh, that's a good one. Sean. 
Um, did Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Snuka ever fight? Did they ever wrestle each other? I don't think they did. Who? Snuka and Steamboat and both during their heydays would have mm. been a great match. They could have yeah. wrestled in Mid Atlantic, but I don't yeah. know. If that's I don't know if they did or not. They I probably did. they probably crossed paths. If they had a got a WWF match, you know what I mean. Like if Snuka was a little bit before. But, um, you know, he had not got a WWF main event match between Steamboat and Snooker. You know, I don't know what the promo would have been. Yeah. I don't know what the promo would have been like building up to it for those two guys. Snooker wasn't that great. Hey, brother! Yeah. <laughs> but if you could have worked that angle out, yeah. the, the match would have been really good. Well, and, and, and especially if you go back to, like, early Snooker when he was actually a heel. Heel Snuka versus, of course, you know, Steamboat yeah. was never anything other than a face. Yeah. Then uh, that would be good. You know what I mean? That'd be kind of like the equivalent of like uh, the Steamboat Don Morocco as yeah. a heel stuff. So, one, one that we were joking about because we said any wrestler against any wrestler. And so, this is for you, video game people, Steve, video game people. Okay. So, um,. Georgia slash World Championship Wrestling era Jake the Snake Roberts versus WWF Jake the Snake Roberts. Interesting. The snake and the snake. So one with some heart and one with some demons. Yeah. But both, uh, both amazing. So basically, you know, Jake Roberts with the orange kung fu. Yeah. Pants versus Jake the Snake Roberts with like the tights, um, but both still brilliant in the ring and both great wrestling minds. As demonic as he was in WWF, he kid came into his own and was really good. Like, I mean, who who else? His size, his build, or like thereof could sell a DDT like that. No. Who? No. I mean, dude, nowadays we got, you know, nobody ever got up from Jake Roberts DDT, ever. Nowadays, now people jump right back up. Yeah, I know. Like, you got Dolph Ziggler who will come off the top rope, swing around and do one so hard you should be out until New Year's. And those just kick out it too. Well, Sammy, Sammy Zayn does the one where he goes through the ring ropes out onto yeah, the floor and yeah. does one. And that's dropping somebody on the floor. You think if you're going to, if Jake can drop you in a ring... About on the floor, really? You gonna get up off the floor? Yeah. Nobody ever, ever, ever kicked out. That's one of the things I kind of today. Well, super kick, super kick is is pointless anymore. Now people get yeah. up nine times from a super kick, <laughs> yeah. and everybody does it now. Dude, the Usos have raped the super kick. They have absolutely. Oh, one of the great, one of the greatest moments in wrestling, right here. The uh, the celebration, the uh, Midnight Express, and. Do we recall what happens? Yeah, Mama's boys can do a Facebook. <coughs> yep. He's going to get his have his cake and eat, eat it, too. it, too. Literally. Still my favorite manager. Yep, yep. I'll be Heenan's probably the greatest, but Jim Cornell. And, I mean, even Corday even said Heenan was the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Cornette, the difference between the two of them, he didn't actually, you know, put in his time as a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still would wrestle in the South. Hey, nobody loved taking bumps more than Cornette. You know what I mean? He yeah. he loved it. I don't know, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I think he liked it. Yeah. But, I mean, what's so great about Jimmy, he's, what I love about Jimmy Hart is he's still, I mean, he can go to any show and still puts up the ring. Still. Yeah. 
puts the chairs out, still does pays the dues. He's in his seventies. He's still doing that. I think. I think he's going to be at the event in Augusta. He still spends an hour doing his hair the same way. There you go. Hey, here we go. Who's that? It's the Rock and Roll Express. Let me tell you about the rock and roll. Nobody sells that stuff like Cornet. Nope. Yeah. You know, and it's we we're we you know we were talking about earlier. We were we were talking about dream matches, and you know what was so hard about picking Steamboat for a dream match or Flair for a dream match is it's kind of hard to top Flair versus Steamboat yeah. for an ass Santa. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm gonna pick Flair against who? His best mm-hmm. matches were against Steamboat. I'm going to pick Steamboat against who? Yeah. His best matches were against Flair, well, and they did them the time and time again. His best matches ever in the history of the world was Savage and Steamboat. So yeah, that yeah I mean, that's so. probably one of the best WWE matches in history. <clears throat> Bar none. So it's kind of hard. So You know Savage's mom has the actual notepad where he wrote down move for move that match before the really? match. Yeah. <laughs> Handed it to Steamboat, and Ricky's like, dude, I'm not going to remember this. <laughs> like every single thing that's how Randy was that, like every single move like into this into that crazy alright any other matches I mean we have we have a hell of a pay per view right now see if if, if we, anybody who's ever appeared on any product the president versus John Cena well, the president yeah, has kind of match. participated in wrestling before. Yeah, right? that's why, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 that'd just be funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> both, both of which are hard to wrangle in and wrestle right now. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them took a Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. Well, the president did. Yeah. Do you remember that awkward-ass WrestleMania where Jesse Ventura came out? And talked for like four minutes and said, "If I was to run for president, um, would I have your vote?" And walks out and asks Donald Trump, and he goes, "You know, I would." Blah 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 blah. Then he walks out, and that's all the bit is. And then there's another match. Huh. It was at the WrestleMania where Jesse Ventura was inducted to the Hall of Fame. He had the beard, the yeah, beard and all that. It was <laughs> so weird. Um, let me ask y'all a question: If Dino Bravo was to wrestle somebody of any era, any time, um, who would he match up good with? Who would be like, oh man, that'd be a great one. I think Dino, even though it's Which kind Bravo of hard to imagine heel versus heel, I think Dino Bravo and Don Morocco would either yeah. make oh, for yeah. a good match or a good tag team, but... I remember Don Morocco was in some good rivalries. Oh yeah. Shit with Hercules. Oh yeah. That's yeah. good... Good, good matches. And he had Great. some, and he had some good spots with, uh, with with Fuji, yeah, in Miami. And he was a legit strong bastard. I mean, here's he was a. Here's the thing about Morocco is just he actually was a monster face during the seventies. He actually began his heel run, I think, in Mid Atlantic. Yeah, he's just like big time fan favorite. Well, you know, we're talking about Ass Santa. And a match that everybody's talked about for years. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. If you guys think that it's a big enough match in its prime. If it's a big enough match now if it were to happen. And that would be the fan favorite requested 
Sting representing WCW and The Undertaker representing WWF, WWE. Sting wants that match so bad. <clears throat> oh, without a doubt. Yeah. We'll never get it. But. No, I, I think I think now that match would be would I, I think they would it would be a tarnish now. Yeah. But back in the day, yeah, even some Sting was awesome all the way through. So. Oh, yeah. He uh, did the morph thing at the end. It's a the crow looking dude, but the Undertaker. And then the Joker. Yeah, the, yeah. the Undertaker morphed like into this, into that, into this, into that. Yeah, he was like the Madonna of wrestling. He had so many. The changes. David Bowie of wrestling. To be such yep. a badass, he still has to go. I used to come out to Limp Bizkit. Excuse me, an American badass. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I used to come out to Rollin', Rollin', Rollin'. Yep. God. All right. Well, before we get out of here. Steve had actually mentioned something he wanted to talk about earlier, and we'll get everybody's opinion. And I think we talked about this before. Um, there has been rumblings that the WWE is going to welcome somebody back into the fold actually after actually banning them. We've actually talked about this before, and it may happen at WrestleMania, and that person might be hmm. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Or, or maybe it's the monk. Or maybe it's the monk. But here's Probably the, not. But here's the question. That was rolling. Does it matter anymore? Not really. It doesn't. They're going to bring him back. Uh, Jim Ross has said it, and you know he's kind of close to the situation. Yeah, or close that, to people. But does it matter anymore? I don't know. Do you think it's more nostalgic, or do you think it's... Uh, it's a draw. Oh, it's probably nostalgia pandering. I mean, there's kind of no doubt. Because I, I think I think it, Hogan's gotten to the point where he's poured so much out that you know it's kind of like your favorite rock star. If you really get to know them, then you're kind of like, well, that fantasy just like blew in the wind. Yeah. I think people, it, it's not so much, oh, it's Hulk Hogan, because I don't think he's really up on that pedestal like he used to be. Vince, Vince has got a soft heart at the end of the day, yeah, especially he, for those who have made him money. And so when it, like Flair, Flair, his wife, ex-wife took everything he had. So Vince gets him paid, puts him in WrestleMania, you know what I mean, cashes him up again. He's done that to quite a few people. And that would be a similar situation, I would think. Um, Sounds like he's the guy you call when you're in a bind. But he, he plays the part of the real sh- business shrill asshole, you know what I mean, kind of just... But at the end of the day, man, it's what's good for business. And I'll be honest, man, WWE, as bad as I hate to say it, was built on the back of a leg drop. Yeah. And like, a, a ripped shirt. I mean, I can't sit here and promise you that it would, have, out, it. That it would have outdone any other promotion before Vince took it and got, you know, the Mr. T... Hulk Hogan. And who doesn't know who Hulk Hogan is? Exactly. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, even folks who don't regularly tune in will see that and they'll be like, oh man, I, I know who that is. Exactly. And I think Vince started the wheels in motion to make this happen with a few people on the network that he put in place to kind of lighten them, like Booker T in the JBL interview, where he kind of softens it, and then there's some more talk, and then there's uh, yeah. the Ron Simmons interview where he kind of, so all these 
people of color are given their grace. You know what I mean? Like, okay, kind of giving them their blessings, sort of say. But it's Hogan. He'll be back, man. You know what I mean? He'll always make that appearance. Like, Stone Cold. Do you think he won't make a WrestleMania appearance? Well, <laughs> I mean, especially the Texas one when you had yeah. Shawn Michaels, Mankind, and Mick Foley uh, attack the United Nations, but still. Yeah. So, hey, how about we do one last thing before we get out of here? All right. How about we have our very own wrestling encyclopedia, Will Wheeler, give us a little bit of insight, maybe shed a little bit of knowledge, maybe uh, even a top five, whatever you want to call it. Holiday wrestling moments. Mm, wow, holiday wrestling moments. There's two Partic- particularly southeast, but we, I we mean, can primarily uh, what was really big with the holiday wrestling was the Christmas Star Wars and world class. Uh, <clears throat> and one thing that stands out, just a big, 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 big memory of the world class, kind of got a big ball rolling in a lot of things was uh, our, our good friend Ric Flair and Kerry Von Erich had a steel cage match for the NWA World Title. Where the guest enforcer was Michael P.S. Hayes. Yep. And apparently the, at the time, the, the friends, they were friends. Legendary the, turn. The legendary turn. That's just That was a big holiday moment because it set in the motion for the run of Texas and also opening up the world-class stuff. And it just the stuff led to other stuff that other wrestlers had did, done. And the fact that... Uh, World class got so hot, and it apparently grew a, a Von Erich for a title run. But most people would say David would have had a future title run. But it just, but that moment just created a, it was just a cavalcade effect of wrestling history. That uh, Christmas Star Wars '82, and, and it led to pretty much the completion of the creation of my all-time favorite tag team, the Fabulous Freebirds. Fabulous Freebirds. Good one. Alright, what else? Um, generally, I'd say um, any... Um, they had, I think they had the Christmas they had the Christmas Eve Starcade um, in 88, which was a pretty decent win in Baltimore. Main event was Lex Luger, Ric Flair. Apparently, Luger got title, but bled. Maryland State Commission rule and all that good stuff. And uh, Rick Steiner won his first TV title. And I thought that was a... James, it's kind of one of the last Starcades, not necessarily under the JCP banner, but kind of like the the holdover after Turner had bought um, <clears throat> back bought it in ninety about bought um, JCP in eighty eight. Um, that's pretty much what it is, and probably uh, I really can't say, but I know for a fact that I think they also would do. Speaking of JCP, they would have a Christmas uh, show, I think, in Charlotte or Greensboro. It usually was. Through the house and all that good stuff. Um, I think there was some. I think they had some a Christmas Eve Omni show. I don't know really that, but just I know they had some sellout shows at Christmas and Omni. So that's some good moments right there. Uh, WWE definitely had their tribute to the troops around this time of year, and then uh, just a lot of great holiday stuff. And of course, nothing can top right here in Augusta, Georgia, ECW's December to dismember debacle. Oh my gosh! Uh, I sat ringside for that uh, main event was Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, uh, I remember Bobby Lashley goes over gets the ECW title because the Big Show was the champion. Uh, yeah. There were some other matches I don't remember. Uh, not too much of it. I 
I did go to the pr- the press conference for it and all. As a fan, thought it was cool because it saw the wrestlers and all that good stuff. Well, best matches were actually early. There was a dark match that was really good. I yeah. don't recall it, but uh, I don't remember half of it. But I remember um, the Hardys against Eminem with yes. Melina was probably like the top match. And for somebody who's not a big fan of the Hardys or Eminem, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Morrison and Mercury. Uh, Mercury. Ah. Uh, but best match of the night. Oh yeah, you can watch this on video. It's on the network in front of the ticket booth after the show. <coughs> the brawl outside with fans. Best show of the night. Who was it? Brawl match. I don't know. Just a bunch of people that were fighting outside. Nice. So. So gravy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in one last dream match. And then we'll get out of here. Kenny? Kenny! I'm listening. Um and this is actually like a a date match. Mr. versus Lassie. Oh man. (sighs) You think I'd catch you with your mouth full, huh? What was the name of uh of uh Al Snow's dog, the Mr. uh, Big Boss Man? (laughs) Oh god, I don't remember. Pepper? Yeah. yeah, Pepper. And fed it to him. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I had a Dalmatian named Pepper. Uh, this was one of yep. the you hero type <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, guys. Yeah, I had some cheese straws. Cheese straws. I was right feeling on. the I famine. Some, some cookie crisps. I think so. It's a mic for no providing problem. some snackage. I get famished real easy. So. Yeah. Especially talking about wrestling. And Christmas. Yeah, both of those things. Christmas. Everybody enjoy Christmas. Christmas Eve tonight when they hear this, right? Yep. Yep. Word. So tomorrow yeah. night, everybody gets to watch Raw on Christmas. Not really a Southern thing, but yeah, if y'all need Southern something to do tonight, if you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, come down to 736 Green Street, downtown Augusta. There's a uh, big fancy Christmas concert going on at the church down there. <clears throat> About 10:30. Get there early. Find a seat. It's cool stuff. Is there an event page for that? No. I don't know. It probably is. And then, of course, being that it's Christmas Eve, take this good opportunity to grab some wood and ho, ho, ho. (laughs) All right. Merry Christmas, guys. Everybody take it easy. Check things out. GWH News and Notes blog spot. Yeah. That stuff. Great. Facebook something slash... Our, our pages, great, awesome, uh, uh, to all a good night. And I certainly want to wish each and every one of you a very, very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year's, all except you, Lawler. Bah humbug. <laughs> Come on, Jackie, is that really the Christmas spirit now? What is that? <laughs> uh, I understand that at least he does think about Santa Claus. As a matter of fact, he does more than just think about Santa Claus. He actually sits down and takes pen in hand sometimes. Well, it's Christmas time again. Here I am writing to you. I've been a good boy all year long. Well, anyway... What I want this Christmas 
is a really good wrestling partner. Somebody really strong, big, mean, and tough. Somebody really unbeatable. Thanks a lot. King. came through for me again, my man. Let's see what I got here. Whoa, wait a minute! Oh, wait, hey, Santa, this is not what I had in mind. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> in, case, in case you were having some problems there, the one without the pants was the gorilla. That's the identification you needed on that. Uh, You like a To be the man, you gotta beat the man. We'll beat your work for being a little man. Atlanta, GA, Hotland is the Freebirds town, man. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. A very spirited crowd here today at the Television Sports Arena. 